Welcome to the Teenage in America podcast. I'm your host, John, joined by co-host Aiden and Reagan. And today we're talking about the fruits of the spirit and uh, more specifically, uh, love. Um, we have a verse here from uh, Corinthians, thir- 1 Corinthians uh, 13, 4 through 5. Uh, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. Um, it does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily uh, angered. It keeps no record of wrong. Um, and so as we dive into this topic, what's your uh, guys' first thoughts? Yeah, so um, starting out with this, the first um, fruit of the Spirit listed in Scripture, I think that um, it's a big deal for anyone, really, um, uh, but specifically us as believers, um, that when we look at the idea of love, you know, truly, what does that mean? I think that when we see the verse, it's it's listed clearly of what um, it means to love someone um, or to be loving. Um, and I think that when you look at all the characteristics of love that's listed in that verse, it, it's all, there's a lot of things to kind of keep in mind. Um, you know, when you say that you love someone, you know, are you, um, or, or I'm, when you say that you're a loving person, or do you show those kind of characteristics, I guess, and I um, when you talk about loving someone or something, or, um, I think that as well, love is, um, it's a big deal because as people, uh, we need to be, uh, especially, uh, specifically when we look at scripture, um, we need to make sure that we are loving, uh, the people around us. You know, it could be anyone really, our parents, um, our siblings uh our neighbors and i think when i say neighbors that could be anyone it doesn't have to be the people that live next to you it could be really one anyone around you but um uh it's it's a big deal uh for us as believers to represent christ because he was loving we see that you know in his life um that he lived and on earth and that uh the way he presented himself the way he loved his you know for example his disciples and even his enemies those who treated him wrong, I think that's a key thing to point out, is that it's not just, you know, that you love the people that, um, you know, are cool around you, that they don't treat you poorly, you know, like your parents, for example, um, you know, your parents, you know, hopefully treat you well, and so, you know, when, but when you face, you know, enemies, those who, uh, you know, do not like you or treat you poorly, you know, do you love them the same way that you love the people that don't do that to you, and I, it's hard for us as, you know, as people uh, to do because we naturally, I mean, it goes for anyone. I don't think anyone would like to be, you know, treated poorly by someone, but it's key that to note that we should love our enemies just as Christ loved his enemies. Uh, Christ didn't hate those who, you know, who hung him on the cross and who, um, you know, put him through that much suffering. He didn't hate them. Um, and so and he, he does, he did, uh, he did something that I think anyone in that situation would, would not do. And I think that anyone in that situation would, if they had a chance to speak on the people that were doing such terrible things to them, they would probably say that they hate them or that they despise them. And, and, but Christ didn't do that. And so he, that's a perfect example for us as people when we talk about love. Um, not just, you know, it could be applying to anyone, you know, like this is how I, I need to love those around me, but also love those who don't like me, you know, those who don't, um, you know, treat me, you know, right, and treat me um, as Christ would, you know, because uh, ultimately, 
we should be making sure in those moments when we when we have people like that we do, that don't like us that we're treating them like Christ would with love and with kindness and, and uh, gentleness. And uh, yeah, so that's just my first thoughts. Yeah, and I really agree with what you were saying there. It's uh, it's really important to love each other and. Also, I really think, um, and we were talking about this um, before we started recording, it's a really multifaceted uh, thing, This the, the concept of love. It's um, love from God to us, our love for God, and then love for each other. There's a lot of ways you can look at it in different things. Um, but yeah, I think, like you were saying, loving one another, loving your enemies, and then getting to reflect on um, how God has loved us, like you were talking about, through sacrifice. Because a big part of love is sacrifice, um, and being willing to do things that you maybe don't want to do or that are hard for you, or even to the point of dying, as Christ did, um, to show um, your love for those around you um, and for God. So I think it's a really multifaceted thing. I think we're going to get to talk about a lot of things. And I have a verse from John fifteen twelve It says, My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. And there's also tons of other verses about love being one of the most important commands that um, God ever gave, and Christ reiterated that when he came um, to earth. So I think it's um, going to be a really interesting episode, and there's a, there's a lot to cover, so uh, I think it's going to be fun. And as we dive deeper into this uh, topic of uh, love and the fruits of the Spirit, um, I have this other verse I wanted to read, uh, and it's from First John 4.16. And so we know and rely on this love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God, and God in them. And um, I just shows the importance of uh, how God um, kind of how you how important love is to God, and how it should be something that we hold on to tightly, and that we uh, very like um, make sure that we love our enemies and uh, people as that are in our lives, and people that we cross paths with, um, and like try to like be as uh, loving and show as much of Christ light as you can because if people see that you're being loving then you'll they'll see Christ in you and that kind of helps in like evangelizing to Christians uh, non-Christians and that also helps with Christ people that are Christians because that might build their faith further if you uh, shine the light of Christ to them and I agree uh, with what Aiden was saying and how it can be hard uh, to uh, love your enemies and the people that are going against you and stuff. But the Bible calls us to love them regardless of what's happening and uh, be sacrifice uh, sacrificing uh, uh, even to the point of death and not maybe even death, uh, but I mean um, per like persecution or I mean um, when people are kind of going against you, that can feel really hard to handle. And so it's kind of something that you have to um, base in Christ, and that way you can love because uh, if people are pushing against you and pushing against you, it's really hard to extend them love and mercy and be kind to them and gentle, and that's other fruits of the Spirit that we'll cover later, but it's um, a very important topic, and uh, uh, so yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, you were talking about how it's an example to other people. Like, it's a big thing, especially nowadays, when you see someone who's genuinely kind, genuinely loving. And I know I think kindness is another fruit of the Spirit, but uh, the verse we read is, love is patient, love is kind. So it's kind of wrapped up in this concept of love still, and it's it can be a really big thing when just, just being nice to people um, really can affect them um, for Christ. And that's a big thing, I think, when we talk about people seeing the difference in Christians is... 
um, loving and, and kindness, loving kindness. And um, there's actually a good example of this. A, a movie came out recently um, about uh, Mr. Rogers and the television show, and it really showed that what um, he did through his show, um, specifically toward, geared towards children, it was just all about um, love and kindness. And he was a Christian. I don't know if it had Christian elements necessarily in the show, but just he was a really, really kind person and took went out of his way to control himself, and we'll also talk about that, self-control, but controlling himself to be able to be the kindest and loving, most loving he could be, um, and putting others above himself, and I think that was a really good example, really, like, this is a big thing that our world really needs right now, is um, Christians going out and being kind and loving, um, and giving that truth still, uh, or that that love still with, with truth behind it, because I think that is something that sometimes Christians get too hung up on being just all soft because that's not love like if you're being like if you don't tell a person that they're still sinning you like just say i love you but you're not act like helping them deal with their sin it's putting them in a worse spot because they feel like their sin's okay somehow but actually loving someone is digging deep with them going through that with them and showing that you're going to stay with them and help them out of whatever they're dealing with i think that's a really really big thing um and that really can speak to them a lot rather than just saying everything they're doing is okay and it's just fine and that's love. That's not real, true love because it's just too shallow. It doesn't go deep enough. It's not important enough if you're just going to tell them it's okay and there's no work for it um, to move out of their sin and helping them out of their sin. So, yeah, I think that's another part of it. Yeah, and I, I agree um, with both or both uh, what have you guys have been saying, uh, but uh, specifically what you were talking on Reagan about... Um, everything kind of being like uh made soft today when christians are or professing christians are, are spreading the gospel or talking to people that are going through you know maybe or are struggling with sin it's, it's it's common to see today sadly people um not really putting a emphasis on sin it's a pretty common theme for people nowadays um, people that are going around, you know, like, I think when I look at people like, uh, um, you know, Joel Osteen, for example, he's a big prosperity preacher, you know, and he kind of just presents himself almost like a motivational speaker whenever you listen to him, but you don't hardly ever hear him, like, put a lot of emphasis on sin. It's just about how great you are as a person, you know, um, you, you know, it's about uplifting your own self, and how, you know, what you can achieve, and it's just all this stuff about you, 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 and how you're so great, but, like, the Bible presents a whole different aspect of it, that you're actually a terrible person, you know, you are a sinner that deserves eternal punishment, but because of God's grace, he sent his son to die for those um, who are his elect, and then, in turn, when, you know, the Holy Spirit works within us, um, repentance, turning away from our sin, looking to Christ and what he did and putting our faith and trust and that he died and that he's coming back. Um, and, you know, that's kind of a, a big representation of the gospel. But in, in a sense, though, that's what, you know, the gospel uh, is presented in, in the scriptures. And we don't see, you know, the, this lack of emphasis on sin. Like, yeah, you're a sinner, but, you know, you're, you're so great. And it's actually the opposite in the scripture. So, um, like Ryan was saying, when we look at, you know, love, it's not, sometimes love 
um, I think of like, for example, disciplining your children as a parent. I think that, um, you know, me being a teenager, I've, <laughs> there have been, you know, many times in my life where I've been corrected by my parents and I don't think that, you know, and, and it has been, um, I think that as children we can, or as teenagers or whatever, and you can kind of look at the, you know, when you get disciplined by your parents that they're being harsh, they're not being, you know, loving towards you, you know, they could just let you get away with it. But the reality is scripture, you know, and I think it's, it's in Proverbs chapter 13, I believe, I don't know what verse, but it says, um, you know, for whoever spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him is diligent to discipline. So if that's the case, then true love on the parent's part is actually disciplining a child and, you know, going through with the proper punishments to show um, their child that this is wrong and this is why you're getting punished. And so, um, sometimes love is not always seen as like that's actually loving, but it is. Um, you know, we see Christ, uh, in, you know, in, in Scripture, um, going around. You know, different people like talking to the Pharisees, who were, you know, didn't really, um, you know, expected others to follow the, the law, but yet they weren't. And then Jesus kind of um, talked to them, and you know, he wasn't do it in a hateful way. You know, but yet he shared the truth with them. He was, you know, firm with the truth and that they were wrong. And although he didn't, he wasn't a complete jerk about it or anything, but he did it in a correct manner. And if you go through in the Gospels where Jesus's story on earth is is um, presented in Scripture, then you can see that where, you know, he talks to many different people and you see his um, love for his people and also um, even for his enemies. So I think that it's key to point out that love may not always seem, you know, it may not always seem like the person dealing with is being loving. You know, it may not always seem like the action that you have to take in is, is loving, like disciplining your children. You know, one day we're all going to have to do it. And it may not seem like we're loving them, you know, may not to them especially, but the reality is, is sometimes true love is not what people present it to be nowadays. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, like you were saying, if you just... Like especially with the with the topic of parenting, because I think that the 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 parent to child relationship, um, especially like a father to a child, is very similar to what God is to His children. I think it's actually in many ways um, they correspond to each other. Um, but if like if you just if you see your child about to do something wrong or they're in something wrong, you know the ultimate end of all sin is destruction and death and bad things. So it would actually be more unloving to just let your child do whatever it wanted. And the same thing with God, like it would be more unloving for him to just leave us running around doing all these terrible things. And like, especially with parents, like it would probably be a lot easier to just let your child do whatever it wanted because then you wouldn't have to deal with the, the maybe the guilt of parenting your child because you feel like you're not being loving, but it's definitely a lot better to bring them back. Like you were talking about that Proverbs verse, I think is encompasses it all. You bringing them back um, and not letting them spoil themselves. Um, yeah, I think that is, uh, like I said, directly correlates with what God has to do with us and that, um, and also the sacrifices he made because it's the ultimate showing of love was the sacrifice and the, the discipline that he does give us and that he takes the time, um, to do that when he really doesn't have to. Yeah. And I think that even you can be applied to your friends that you have possibly like, you may have a, um, a group of unbelieving friends that you're close with and you go to present the truth to them and you have to look at it from two different standpoints. You know, um, yes, I may look like, you know, 
kind of like a fool to them that I'm sitting here telling them about the gospel and they may not like me afterwards for it that I'm telling them they're wrong and they're not living their life correctly. But what is more loving? You know, letting them continue in their sin and never share the truth of them, never be a light in the darkness to them, never try to plant and or water the seed or, you know, uh, do so and, and sit there and, and explain the gospel to them, answer their questions, obviously make sure you're prepared to do so, but really sit down and explain to them, you know, that, hey, you know, we're all sinners, you know, and we deserve eternal punishment, but, you know, then present, you know, uh, Christ and what he did for them on the cross. And, you know, it may end up being, you know, they may unfriend you. That's a possibility that may happen. Uh, they may turn against you and uh, make fun of you, whatever. But the reality is, and that, that can be definitely hard to deal with. But like I said, it is more loving to do that, to, to put forth an effort to to add at your comfort zone, to to take a risk of maybe losing a couple of friends, to share the truth with them rather than the letting them continue in their sin. And because you may be the only time they ever on this planet hear the, the truth and that you have to look at it from that standpoint. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and when everybody dies and it's either heaven or hell, as those are the, what will happen, um, would it have been more loving to just let them just go on their way um, and just end up there? So, yeah, like you were, like you were saying. And I think probably an, another aspect of this is also, um, so there's the loving one another and, and the, the sacrifice that that takes, and it does, it takes a lot of um, trust in God, it takes boldness, it takes these things, um, and it can be difficult sometimes, and there's a lot that can be lost too. Um, but I think it's also really important to also be able to reflect on um, what God's love look like uh, looks like, because that can be really like, if we reflect on the things that God's done for us and the ways that he's shown us love, it can be really recharging for um, Christians, I think, and it really is um, refreshing to think of those things and to be able to go out and do these things that are hard, but then always be able to look back um, um, in the in those situations and know that God loves you and he's with you and he's um, someone that you can trust um, in these situations. I think that's really helpful, and I think as Christians, um, uh, we need to be able to focus on that God's love for us and um, be thankful, um, which is another fruit of the Spirit we'll cover. I think this is, love's like such a great one because I think it covered, it like encompasses so many of the fruits of the Spirit. It's the, it's like the ultimate piece of it. But yeah, it can really bring our focus back to God through the hard times. So we're not focusing on the hard times. We're bringing ourselves above it to have, um, to, to focus on God's love for us. I think that's another really important piece that sometimes I guess can get lost. Um, because as Christians, sometimes we may have a tendency to focus on the things that are wrong because we want to be moving towards the things that are right. But sometimes it's good to take a step back and see what God has done and what God is doing in your life and be able to pull yourself out of those things and um, get that feeling of joy, not just happiness, but actually deep joy through God's love that he's given you. I think that's a really important piece to this as well. And uh, yeah, and so it's, it really feels like love is like two aspects is the hard aspect of evangelizing and loving people that are you feel like your enemies and the people that like are going against you and there's those type of things but there's a type of love that god shows upon you which is 
um, mercy and uh, like love to, and kindness and all the fruits of the spirit. He lath, uh, like gives to all his uh, children, uh, us as uh, Christians, and uh, so you want to so you want to share that with many people as possible. And like Aiden and Ray was saying, it's important to go deep with uh, non-Christian uh, unbelievers, friends uh, that aren't believers, and so that they can uh, share in that same uh, joy and they get to experience that as well. Because there's a difference between uh, joy and happiness, which we'll probably cover later. But I mean, um, happiness non-believers can experience, but joy something that comes from Christ and something that lasts that you can pull into when you feel like you're loving and they're not loving you back and they're just, you're getting hammered, but you can stay in God's uh, love and joy and mercy and you get, uh, and you feel like you can keep going on and it's uh, probably pretty hard for non-Christians when they don't have anything to go back to and they just have this burden and this uh, weight on them. Uh, So yeah. All right, thank you guys for watching this episode on Fruits of the Spirit, uh, episode one, uh, and going into love. Hope it hope it really helped you guys, and just keep uh, looking out for future episodes. <laughs>